0: From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe. Journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile... This is Meanwhile... This is Meanwhile... 22 pages later. With your hosts, The Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. Nah, nothing clever. Let's just go right into it because... We've missed you guys. It's been a little bit, but let's 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 get right into it. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 pages later. Episode 228. I'm one of your hosts, The Gap. And with me as always is a man who finds a way to contradict everything I say but makes it seem like it's my fault. He is Mike, also known as MFG.
1: Well, you're wrong, but you know why.
0: <laughs> All righty. So let's see what we got going
1: on here, I think. I have a horribly described movie. Are you ready?
0: <laughs> I'm never ready, but I mean, you know, I, I, I have my computer open. Google's ready. <laughs> you could call me SpongeBob because I'm ready.
1: I wow. just think it's because your head's full of water. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> all righty. So here we go. We have a square ass. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. All right I do. Ping lets his realm get destroyed because he doesn't want his sister living there. One more time for the hose at home. King lets his realm get destroyed because he doesn't want his sister living there. And if you wait
0: until the end of the quick news, you'll find out the answer to that. Yes, um, it's funny. Anytime that um, any of um, the listeners guess it right, they're like, I guessed it right before you. I'm like, you know, that was taped three weeks ago, but Okay. (laughs) Well we'll check that out definitely after the quick news. And our other illustrious host is the man who um he's managed the art of let these idiots do all the talking and I'll swoop in with a nugget of knowledge. He's still working on the nugget of knowledge part. He is Archie Squared, Ralph the Tech.
2: I just call it working smarter, not harder, man. You let everybody else take care of it. <laughs> and you
0: just coast. <laughs> coast. That's your nickname, Coast. That that sounds about right. So the other day
2: while i was sitting at home just watching tv i turned the channel uh to this weird staticky screen and next thing i know i hear a voice calling to me saying hey how's it going and i'm like whoa what's going on here man next thing you know this whole like live performance is going on actors coming out of nowhere i'm like what's going on It's amazing acrobatic feats going on everywhere and just as about uh excuse me just about before the very end when something was about to happen i'm not going to tell you why it'll spoil the surprise a thought occurred to me (laughs) we may very well be stuck in an infinite cycle of wondering if reincarnation is real finding out and then forgetting again
1: It's very true
0: <laughs> Oh lord <laughs> yes, So you're getting family. too deep You're getting too deep for me bro. very very true <laughs> And right away we went right from deep <laughs> To kindergarten <laughs> 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 Alright everybody So today We'll be discussing the newest Movie from the DC Cinematic Universe or whatever you want to call it that has people talking, once again, about the dark tone of their movies. But does the tone work for this in this movie's favor? On this show, we'll be discussing the DC movie, Black Adam. But first, Mike, please don't skip us. Please bring the segment of news of the nerds that, that, that we need. See, I did the whole begging thing, you'll swell his head, it works better for execution. Execution of what, you may ask? Why the quick news, City? What else? Here's the quick news.
2: And now, the quick news brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cap. And that quick news intro was brought to you by class. Come late and start sleeping.
0: Uh, I've been there. (laughs) <laughs> That's me in my thirties. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike, what you got? Well, first of all, there is no
1: need for you to be groveling there on your knees because if you move one foot over, you can grovel on your knees with this broken glass. Uh, so wow. just to, just to let you know. Alrighty, we have deaths. Yeah, this I, one I I, I, I expect.
2: I already know, and this one hurts my soul.
1: Of course it does. After 30 years and in an iconic role, Kevin Conroy is gone and the Dark Knight has lost his voice. Before his sudden fame, Conroy was a minor actor in the 70s and 80s in overly sentimental hallmark movies and small roles on TV series like Cheers and Dynasty. His life changed in 1992 when he bested more than 500 actors and secured the role of Batman slash Bruce Wayne in the much beloved Batman the Animated Series. Conroy's vocal portrayal of the hero was THE Batman for more than a generation of children and adult fans, crossing over into movies, video games, and nearly three dozen television shows. Earlier in 2022, Conroy revealed to fans and the world that he was gay. His last work as Batman and himself was as a writer sharing his own story of struggle, growth, and self-acceptance called Finding Batman in the anthology DC Pride Number no. 1. Conroy died on November 10th from intestinal cancer. He is survived by his husband of nearly 10 years, Vaughn C. Williams. Kevin Conroy was 66.
0: This hurt. This hurt. I mean, I know, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm all about celebrating life. And he was, you know, a massive talent. Um, I I can't even go over all of the words I can use to describe him. But especially the last couple of years when you mentioned the whole thing that he did for DC Pride, I read it. It -hmm. was great. It was really good. I was very, you know, happy and proud of you know, the fact that he put that out there. He could have just, you know, not said anything at all throughout his entire career. You know,
1: I mean, he struggled. He struggled with being who he was and stuff like that. Because, I mean, he, you know, he, you know, he was full on adult and and trying to live a, a, a secreted life during the whole age project. I mean, he lost, you know, lots of friends during that time, uh, you yeah. know. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it's a whole big thing, you know, for especially for people from that generation uh, to finally be who they are. So I'm glad he got to and felt comfortable enough he to did. share himself with the world, you know before he passed away.
0: right. And him as a as a performer, I know Ralph, I know you're chomping at the bit. I promise not to take too long. but I, I just wanted to say that there's so many different people that do voiceover work and do this work, and there's no there's very few voices that are truly iconic. Walter Cronkite. Um, you, you look at the people in the news, people in certain acting roles. No one um, did Batman the way Kevin Conroy did. And I, I, I'm just sad to hear that he left, but I'm definitely happy to say that I experienced it from the beginning and that his stuff will forever be, you know, it, it's, it's not like, you know, we can't access the work anymore. You mm-hmm. know? That's right, the exactly. beauty of kind of technology. So, I mean, I'm sorry if I, I the words I, I lack, you know, my usual eloquent speaking, but I'm just kind of thrown off by this, but, you know, you know, cheers to him. Ralph, I apologize.
2: You have nothing to apologize about, sir. You are remembering a great man.
1: Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely a shock, you know, to the the community in general, but, you know, rest in peace. And uh, hopefully he's no longer in any pain. That's for sure.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. We got that right, Mike
2: my uh my first memory of him was watching the uh 90s batman animated series and it's just that that voice was just so iconic yeah but then as i got older and i got to learn more about the man i was just even more impressed you know Mm because he was such a good person you know yeah that um i remember hearing stories about when 9 11 happened
0: yes i love that story um,
2: he went down to um ground the soup kitchen in
0: new york city right
2: yeah and he mm-hmm. was um washing dishes and, and cooking and serving and doing all he could to help that the the stories that they, they say um oh, guys you never believe this we got batman washing dishes in the back
1: <laughs> and they're like no you
2: don't and then he does the voice i am the night. It was, it was
1: just
2: <laughs> every time I hear that story I'm
1: like yeah nah, it's an awesome story it's, it really it it is awesome yeah well,
2: well, it's, it's a good
1: man a it's a good man guy, you know yeah yeah I mean you know he has his fame and he still kept his head so that's
0: always a great thing yeah yeah absolutely man all right wow <laughs> we stood a lot on that one I'm, I'm very you said deaths like multiple Oh
1: yeah, this is just an all death news story. So, because it was one of those things that by the time I got to the second one, I'm like, I can't find anything fun after that. So here's the second death. Mm -hmm. Legendary comic artist and illustrator, Carlos Pacheco died on November 9th. Pacheco's career included works for DC and Marvel Comics. The Spanish artist's career began in 1993 by illustrating Marvel's Dark Guard. Before long, he was working on The Flash, Avengers Forever, Superman, and Inhumans, among several other titles. Uh, Pacheco uh, garnered wide attention, illustrating 2009's Final Crisis at DC and 2013's Age of Ultron at Marvel. In September, Pacheco revealed that he was diagnosed with ALS, aka Lou Gehrig's disease, which took uh, his life on Wednesday evening. Carlos Pacheco was 60 years old.
2: I, yeah. I don't. Uh, oh I don't my goodness, yeah. If you look yeah. up his work, Quite you well. may
1: you may still not recognize it, but if you look up his work, it's it's beautiful. He, he has he had a great line style. It was very. Sleek and very sexy, mm-hmm. very very sexy. Yes. The way he would draw his characters, they they almost had like a shine to them, you know. Even though it was just regular yeah. ink, you know. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really good talent. I, I loved his work. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. You know what? I I feel that we should uh, petition to have that disease name change because it is really unfair for Lou Gehrig to be remembered just for that unfortunate disease.
1: Well, he brought attention to it, and you know, trying to, and actually got people looking into. Getting you know, trying to make a uh, cures for it and stuff like that, or at least yeah. you know, temper it down. So, I mean, that's kind of I, it's, it's it's I think it would suck having your name attached to something like that, except for the fact that it's like, well, it's because you know, you brought attention to people that were suffering from it, mm-hmm. right?
2: Okay. And also, like, I, I'll you know, like, say this full body uh, shutdown d- doesn't roll off the tongue as Lou garrick's disease, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say this about Pacheco, I mean, I loved his work on Fantastic Four for that. Um, I guess the early 2000s run he, mm-hmm. he he was the artist for a while oh, Loved his work so yeah. much And he's another one when I saw that he had Passed away I'm like what yeah. I, I I was like so thrown off I'm like Oh my gosh I mean I liked his Work I mean people might Not recognize him like they would a George Perez Or a Jim right. Davis, but his stuff was Definitely solid great yeah. line work And definitely right about the whole thing you said Mike about sh- like, There was like a shine to him Yeah it was just like, a, yeah. like, a, like, I don't know, it was like a sexy
1: shine to his characters. I, I don't know what the deal was, but it's just it was just the way he he did his characters. All righty. Uh, last but not least in the death, and this one's going to have you going who until we get to the point. Uh, Leslie Phillips, the beloved British comedian and actor, passed away in his sleep on November 7th. Although the actor had an impressive career of more than 200 films spanning eight decades, including starring in several of the carry-on comedy films from Britain, uh, his most iconic role was as the Sorting Hat voice from the Harry Potter films. Leslie Phillips was oh. 98.
0: No, I'm not familiar with, with, with his work, but I, once you said the, the Sorting Hats, I'm like, oh, Oh, well, that's where
1: everybody would know him from at this point. Brits um, would know him from a lot of the other stuff. I, I've seen definitely some of the movies he's been in uh i mean he's been in some stuff that's more you know in the last let's say 10 or 20 years but it's just he's like like he was in uh like one of the lara croft tomb raiders but it's not a role that you would just be like oh that was him <laughs> you know but i just figured i'd include a little bit more <laughs> for all the nerds <laughs> out there
0: yeah i'm sure yeah so. well well i mean sorry to hear him go, but what was that rough? nothing all right, okay Well, hopefully,
1: since I (laughs) put those three deaths out there, deaths come in threes, all right, we're good. (laughs) We're good for the Ranger of the year. I'm good with that idea.
2: If you remember your sign, man, it's not her fault. She's just there
0: to get you on your way. It's very, very true. (laughs) So is there any other quick news or is that just all for me? (laughs) Not for me. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me do it the right way. Ralph, do you have any quick news?
2: No. After hearing about Kevin Conroy, I I don't want to watch or see or hear or do any kind of news in the foreseeable future.
0: I, I hear that. I I wouldn't blame you for that. Um, and it's funny because when when I heard about Conroy, also, um, I was hanging out with Lady J. Shout out to Lady J. And um, she was like you know, was he one of your favorite Batmans? I'm like, he was the Batman. Oh, yeah. You know, like you can make an argument about any of the in-person Batman about whether Bale or, de- no, but but Conroy, the, he, his Bruce Wayne sounded like Bruce Wayne, his Batman sounded like Batman. And, yep. and both were great. Man, can't ask so, for anything more than that. Yeah, definitely true. Now, Mike, um, you have a horribly described movie that you have to review for us because I'm, I'm at a loss. Could you
1: say it again? One more time for you with shoddy memories. (laughs) Here is this horribly described film. King lets his realm get destroyed because he doesn't want his sister living there.
2: I think I know it. It's not Mm -hmm. overly hard. Go ahead, Ralph. It's Thor Ragnarok.
1: Mm -hmm. That's a good try. What do you say there, Ryan? I don't know. (laughs) I'm totally at a loss. I don't know. Well, I'm going to say that the tech was absolutely correct. It is Thor Ragnarok. Oh, wow. <laughs> so freaking easy. It wasn't that hard. You know, I said, I'm like, you know, give me something nice. After today's news, let's give him a little, a little toss up. At least it was something I actually seen. Hey, you <laughs> gotta watch more.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, once again, I fail at doing the harder to describe movie and figuring that out, but You know what? We got more shows to do, so one day I'll get it. (laughs) In the meantime, let's get to what we're here to talk about and to talk about the new movie from DC known as Black Adam. And with a synopsis is a guy who loves Dwayne Johnson. He is Mike, also known as MFG. Am I exaggerating or am I correct? i I like the rock i mean you know his, his stuff <laughs> He's is <fun>. okay <laughs> yeah I mean, I mean i i I like
1: most of the things i've seen him in and stuff like that i mean even if the movie isn't good he usually usually uh helps uh bring it up a bit or at least his performance is good anyhow any anyway. black adam is the what number film oh i, I couldn't tell you ah. it's the um number film mm-hmm Black, the Adam, is the, Black yeah. Adam is the 11th film in the exactly. DCEU. That's the wow. film is like a spinoff are. of 2019's Shazam and features the villain turned anti hero created by Otto Binder and CC Beck in The Marvel Family No. 1 way back in December of 1945. Uh, the film was directed by uh, Jaume Koyet of Sy- uh, uh, from a script by Adam Titkiliyulu and Roy Haynes and Sarab Noshirani. The movie centers on the revival of an ancient superhero as he defends his city from the evil deeds of Intergang. Black Adam costs $200 million to make and has a domestic box office of $151 million for a worldwide total of $352 million. The film has wow. a Rotten Tomatoes rating of, if you're ready for this, of 40% with an audience of, 80, of 89%. So that's always going to be interesting. And an IMDb mm-hmm. weighted average of 70 out of 100 Okay, all right line, let's right. get a little synopsis going on here yeah it doesn't really uh, before there was captain marvel there was black adam and now we know why there was no one in between the man formerly known as teth adam lived 4,600 years ago in kandak a cruel and impoverished middle eastern city which is the only type of middle eastern city american audiences recognize the entire population was enslaved by the king to mine a mystical element The element, Eternium, which sounds like a He-Man lawsuit waiting to happen, can be used (laughs) to summon a fierce demonic power, so a gaggle of wizards created a champion with the magic word, Shazam. But Teth Adams' abuse of the power forced the wizards to place him in, in an inescapable prison that also contained exact instructions of how to immediately release him. Uh, Now in the 21st century, that feels amazingly like 1990, he is free to viciously murder every single person that looks at him the wrong way, which is why the entire city sees him as a hero. But Teth Adam is not a hero. He will tell you this over and over and endlessly over throughout the movie. (laughs) To stop his rampage, Amanda Waller sends in the JSA, which we were told stands for the Justice Society of America, but we're shown it stands for just some assholes. (laughs) <laughs> fight after pointless fight, death after needless death, thinly veiled plot after poorly written script. Black Adam is a sad reminder that too often hero is defined as an overpowered juggernaut who brutally punishes those that we don't like without actually helping those in need. Alrighty, we're starring Dwayne Johnson as Teth Adam, a.k.a. Black Adam. Sarah Shahi as Adriana Tomas, uh, Bodhi Sabongui as Aman Tomas. Aldis Hodge as Carter Hall, aka Hawkman. Pierce Brosnan as Kent Nelson, aka Doctor Fate. Noah Centennial as Albert Rothstein, aka Adam Smasher. Quintessa Swindell as Maxine Hunkel, aka Cyclone. Marwan Kanzari as Ishmael Gregor, aka Sabak. Muhammad Amir as Kareem. Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. And
0: spoiler: Henry Cavill as Superman. <laughs> wow so somewhere um Ke- uh, Ke- uh, big kev got excited over that so um we'll get back to that in a second all right so let's get into it let's talk about it black adam whoa, whoa, whoa but before we even do any of that stuff let's press that spoiler button that we've paid so much money for we're still paying off
2: warning the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review so if you believe this might upset you piss off you wanker
0: yeah that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Sto- Sto- Productions Stush,
1: send in the justice stush of America
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay now Mike mentions in his um, synopsis you, you, you talk about an overly simplified plot and I'm very curious to hear what you guys think because was one of the points I was going to bring up um I feel like a lot of the, or this is my opinion, um, recently some of the um, the other superhero films are kind of layered too densely in story. If you made the story very kind of, you know, like you said, I mean, for lack of a better term, you said, you know, a very thin plot. Um, did it work for the movie in regards to getting right to the action and getting right to the fun? Or do you feel like it was too thin?
1: If the other superhero movies had densely, had dense plots, this is like the one ply tissue paper (laughs) of plots. It's, I mean, sure. I mean, if you want to say it was a thin plot and it went right to the action, it did. Uh, We spent right after like what, maybe we max went 10 minutes and then we got 10 minutes of just pure brutal violence against normal human beings. So real um but it's also at the same time I mean even with the backstory it's and and the attempted story it, there was just more head scratching involved than anything um so no I, I I don't need an hours worth of plot I just need you can be concise but also clear and this one wasn't and I'm not even talking about the little hidden surprise about Teth Adam and where he got his power from not even talking about that. It's just was a very unclear story. I guess the idea of who he is, what his power is, especially since we've seen 2019 Shazam, and as far as we're aware, it's all the same universe. So, you know, look look at Billy Batson, and look at Seth Adam, and you go, "You guys have the same power, really?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, one has wisdom and one's wishy washy. What the fuck's going on here, <laughs> Ralph? What do you think? Um, the question was, was the plot thin? Well, th- was the fact that the plot wasn't as intricate as some of the other, um, you know, um, comic book movies, did it work in its favor? Because a lot of people always complain about, oh, yeah, well, you know, it got too deep or it was talking too much, or you know, y- y- you did a lot of exposition. This so, kind of went wham, bam, let's go. So, I mean, did it honestly, work?
2: Honestly, it all depends on
0: who you're asking.
2: Because if you ask a person who all they want is just action, then yeah, this movie was phenomenal, you know? There was explosions, slow motion explosions, explosions in fast motion. I mean, like, it was everything, you know? Yep. Um, but if you want someone a, a movie that will, you know, further your understanding of the hero's dilemma, this is not it. You not know, even part of it. <laughs> this... <laughs> I mean, was it visually good? Yes, yeah. I mean, it was beautiful. You know, a lot, a lot of you know, uh, uh, interesting uh, scenes, and a lot of beautiful actresses. You know, doing their thing, and and you know, and the Rock. You know, I mean, you can't go wrong with the Rock. But story wise, no. Like this, I mean, I enjoyed it, the movie. I'm not saying I didn't, but story wise, no,
1: no. Like this, okay. this
2: thing, it it. I didn't even think it had a story. It, especially with all the like, No,
1: there are just times where you just like there was a point to all this, correct?
2: Like there was there was a lot of like conflicting stuff. I'm like, "What? Okay. You know what? It's it's beautiful." I, <laughs> well, like. well they
1: they ignored for the most part they ignored Chekhov's gun. Yes. Everywhere. Like like hey, everybody remember that uh that that um Eternium is like kryptonite so that's going to come back no it's not mm-hmm. not not even a little bit not not mm-hmm. even once <laughs> you know uh, not even it, when he gets just, in
2: prison they're like no we just you know put him underwater because because what apparently you know even though water does transmit sound better than air but apparently he can't you know say shazam underwater because that well sense.
1: i mean he did have a huge ass tube in his mouth and he was in a tank of water so, come on I'll thing. give you that, but I would have been curious <laughs> to see if the lightning would have made its way down or if just, you know, a bunch of fish would have died. <laughs> oh my or god. Would have, or would have been, ter- Or a bunch imagine? of superpowered fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we're not at If like the fish just started flying out of the water with capes just 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 randomly attacking the tuna industry alone would just be wiped out.
0: That'd <laughs> oh <my laughs> be hilarious. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you. Let's talk about our central figure, the Rock a.k.a. Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. Black Adam. Um, This is now, like I said in my introduction, um, DC has always, or not always, but I would say their cinematic universe has had the knack of making a lot of their superhero films darker. And this is definitely dark. This is an anti-hero who is, you know, gives zero Fs about human life to a certain point. Um, I I would just like to point out that in that
2: first scene that he's introduced, his body count was higher than Rambos in all of his movies.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) How do we feel about the rock playing this role? Because I know that one thing I've heard a couple of people complaining was like, well, you know, he wasn't, it wasn't the rock being the rock. I said, well, that's, Acting, you know, acting is being somebody different than. All right, let's just let's, let's just pull back the use of the word
1: acting. Oh, I, the, I, I didn't and, the, and acting and the Rock together in general. Let's
0: just I didn't pull say you got that an Oscar. Use. Hold on, because <laughs> this is not the first time we've talked about the Rock, and it's it's funny we, we just talked about the Rock in Super Pets, where he's mm-hmm. playing a totally different character. Right. I mean, mind mind you, it's a, it's it's an animated character, but you know, he's you are playing you know Crypto. Now right. you've got him playing this heart not heartless but you know well yeah fucking heartless <laughs> so w-
2: what i think mike is trying to point out is the fact that for the rock to play this role at least the role that they have him portray doesn't take much effort whatsoever it's right. like they said all right uh duane here's what i need you to do so here you're here your normal is like at a 10 right i need you to go to a negative a thousand and this is <laughs> teff adams Right there, okay. Well,
1: what what I what I actually love though is that if you watch the behind the scenes, they're just like, show us angry, so he gets that angry look, and they're like, show us confused, because oddly enough, forty six hundred year old superhero looks awfully confused quite often throughout this movie, so <laughs> he look confused, and he does it, and they're like, that's two, and they're like, can you look, I don't know, apathetic, so he just has a blank face. That's three. They're like, he is three times better than Henry Cavill. <laughs>
0: oh, sure. which means asshole. he's six times better than vin diesel <laughs> exactly you know how um,
2: dare you i don't care about vin diesel but how dare you come after henry cavill uh
1: you know i mean like i, said, I mean the, i mean yes the rock is entertaining that's what i said i mean I, I like i can't say i like everything the rock's been in. i haven't seen everything he's been in but the things i've seen him in, i do enjoy but he's he's kind of like schwarzenegger at least especially schwarzenegger in the uh the prime of his career which is He's not a great actor. He's just really good for the movie he's in, you know, and always needs a supporting cast around him. That, right. That's that's good. <laughs> that's, that's important uh, with those kind of actors. Uh, in this case, I mean, did The Rock portray the character? Sure. I mean, it wasn't a lot of range in the character and the character didn't have much Still of any it. depth, you know. And, you know, um, but was it dark? Yes, it was insanely dark and... It wasn't dark like a, a normal anti-hero. This felt like like the dumbed down version of what someone thinks it means to be an anti-hero. Wow. And I'm not here to talk about like whether the Punisher movies were good, but let's just look at the Punisher as a character. He's an anti-hero uh, that's different than this. Like in other words, he's killing, yes. And you know if he's in a room full of drug dealers, you know, that that he's deemed need punishing. Yes, he's going to open fire or something like that. Otherwise, he's right. going after like a particular target for a very specific reason dah, 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 dah. Right. and you know, and he doesn't always kill everybody that he goes after, um, but he's definitely going to bring them down and bring down whatever bad thing they're doing versus Black Adam. Like I said, I mean, he just he came out of the tomb just murdering people. And, and like I said, these are ordinary humans. I mean, sure, they may have had a slightly advanced piece of weaponry occasionally, but it, it did For me, it just took the fun. I'm not here to talk about violence. I can talk about that later in this film. It just took the fun out of it. There was no challenge. It, it would just be like if Superman, like, you know, let's just say he sent, you know, his son to preschool. And then he later heard that a bunch of kids made fun of his son. And he went there as Superman and laid waste. <laughs> just lay, like heat vision, people left and right, ripped out spinal columns from all of these, you know, four-year-olds you know you wouldn't go yeah that was that was cool he flexed and you know it, it that's what it was like with black adam i'm like you're killing all these people and and showing us that you have except for the eternium once you have no weakness you're you're not stymied by a bullet uh, they're not shooting you with an electric blast
0: that's that's slowing you down it's just not fun at this point. And I think and I think that was, that's kind of was my problem with it. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Did I enjoy watching that violence? Yes, I did. Nine times. I, did, did I did I like watching um Black Adam shown for all his black adamness of I really give two shits, I will decimate everything? I enjoyed it, but I think like you said, there was no balance. There was no like, well, what could stop him or what could you know he just, like, laid waste. It's almost like the, having the ultimate cheat code in a video game. Yeah. After a while, it's yeah. not fun. So yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with that because then it's like, well, then who's going to stop him? I mean, right. he stops himself in the movie because, right. he, you know, he, he makes a decision to, to, we'll talk about that later, but, you know, he makes a decision to, you know, take himself out of the game. But it's well, like, okay, well, then who's well, going to well, stop which him? Which also otherwise?
1: made no sense, but we'll get to that, like you said. Right,
0: yeah. What are you well, think
2: if it's a shared universe isn't shazam around so like that's what i'm
1: saying like you know you would think that he'd get a a a tingle (laughs) that someone else is using this word um somewhere else yeah i mean things like that um but also well again we'll get to other things too but uh it's it also just it like i said beyond the fact that you you saw no weaknesses it it also there's a difference between again with the punish let's just use the punish because he's just such a popular anti-hero um or even let's say deadpool i mean i like the character but again he's a popular antihero. like deadpool gets captured that i mean you know actually captured you know like he he can be wounded to a point he can be delayed he can be stopped you know right. and if you're telling me that not only is this guy the antihero, but he's also the main subject of the movie it's boring he the the the, the black adam they wrote as they wrote him in this movie, did not need his own movie. He needed to be in another movie, because right. he's he's so remorseless. Because even once he, well, actually no, he never really not he never really does not kill. He he postpones death, or lets someone else save somebody. But he doesn't right. not kill. And I'm just like, well, what am I supposed to be cheering on? I mean, I I know, like I you know, not to to quote my own sedosses, but. Like I said, I mean, you know, we're defining a hero anymore and it's not new, but as someone that's overpowered, who just brutally punishes people we don't like, you know, because I mean, at no point besides uh, Adriana and trying to get her son, he didn't really, he did not help anybody. People were helped by the fact that he just viciously murdered other people, you know, as the difference may be in there. He didn't actively go out to help anybody. So that's not even anti-hero. That's just... Some guy that
0: didn't happen to kill me
1: because I wasn't doing anything wrong at that point, you know.
0: My problem with, with him, you know, like in his motivations to like help out people or not, I felt like at times, and it's funny you use a, a a Schwarzenegger reference. Um, he reminds me of, or at least he reminded me of at some point Schwarzenegger's Terminator in Terminator 2. Okay. Like, you know, like when he when 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 the kids like you have to have a, a catchy, um, A catchphrase and you have to say you know you know all this stuff and i'm like but he's not an idiot you know he he's you know he wouldn't even go for that you know like i he's repeating these these catchphrases and trying to find out how to do it i'm like which which here are we talking about schwarzenegger or black i'm sorry well well well, schwarzenegger in i'm sorry let me let me be clear schwarzenegger in terminator 2 Was obviously the robot that came back, and young John Connor was trying to get him to be the cool hero that had the badass, you know, saying. And then in Black Adam, um, the young kid was trying to get Black Adam to do the same kind of stuff. And he's kind of explaining things like, say, you know, um, what was the saying that he used? Um, Tell him the man in black sent you. Right. And I'm like, okay, it's not like he, it's not like, um, Adam was a moron right. and he, you know, right. so he's following this kid's, you know, idea. Right. And that's cool. another thing
1: that made, yeah, because I, again, it's actually a good example of you using uh Terminator two, John Connor. It's like John Connor, the difference in there, which is very important is that the Terminator was reprogrammed to follow and obey John Connor. He right. is just a machine that is only there to learn and then to do. And his job was mainly to protect, like you said, Ted Adam is not supposedly an idiot. You know, he is a human being and would not be taking the advice of some teenager to that level. Like he, and they didn't even, and they didn't even give us the, 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 the trope of, he looks at um, Amon and we get that slow fade to his son and then fade back out. So that you go, Oh, he's, he sees him like his son. (laughs) You know what I mean? You can infer, or actually, I don't even know if that's correct in this in in this in this case, but you could say, oh, that's why he listened. It's like, but yeah, but just like his idea was like, you know, who's going to teach this boy to kill and to fight, you know, blah, blah, blah. He, he's from a time period, he wouldn't have been listening to his son. Right. He would have been instructing. Son. So even if you want to go that way, he still wouldn't have been taking this weird ass advice from this kid who should kind of know his place around an adult and shut up, <laughs> you know cuz that's right. where he's from. So if you're bringing one set of his his philosophy and lessons, you bring them all. <laughs> you know. So yes, yeah. that so that was also I just found their interaction very cringe because you know that it was they were trying to do the Terminator 2 thing. They're trying to play like, "See, he's kind of cool." And I'm like, no, nope, Still murdering people." <laughs> <laughs> and yet he's our hero cuz he's he's not working as an anti-hero cuz it's oddly enough he's an anti-hero that only seems to be killing bad guys. Right. Oddly, Uh,
2: but how do you define bad? Isn't bad in the eye of the beer holder? The beer holder,
1: holder. (laughs) well, I guess if he's holding your beer and not giving it back, that's probably
0: he's going to get killed. He's He's now, um, let's let's talk about the fact that you know, Amanda Wallace sends in the um, just the JSA, the Justice Society of America, um. I can't lie even though you know this movie had its problems i enjoyed them i enjoyed dr fate and this version of hawkman and and the fact that they didn't linger on hawkman's thing that everybody knows about which is he does and he gets resurrected i'm glad they didn't hold on to that how did you guys feel about the jsa so um
2: the immortal pierce brosman great job as dr fate you know mm-hmm. it, Mm-hmm. It, it seems that when he hit a certain age he just stopped aging and stays the same
0: He looked phenomenal um also I cgi love... of him flying in the air but that you could tell that wasn't him but go ahead yeah, yeah but, well but i don't think know, he can fly i don't think he can fly also, not he was
2: in the suit like that also at, at his age i don't think you want to put him on like a uh you know harness and, and a wire, a, and wire, wire harness yeah it, it might not work well with his diaper you know <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: but oh well pierce i was going to ask you to come on to the show but i guess not now he's a good sport
2: he'll come on um (laughs) with a diaper (laughs) yeah with a diaper the i do love this portrayal of Hawkman. it's he he did a great job you know um and and it it was just uh the the costume was great i loved it the costume is beautiful it, it was yeah. just so it took me a while because they were like Carter Hall. I'm like, wait a sec, why does that name sound oh that's right,
0: Hawkman?
1: Well, well I mean, he was already in the hawk suit, wasn't he? No. Not no. in the beginning. Oh, in the beginning. Oh, in the beginning the I mean, oh yeah. But I guess yeah. I, I guess we all knew this was supposed to be Hawkman. The funny part, what I like to think, is that you're like, Well, I was happy they brought in the JSA and uh Cap's like, Oh, you know, Hawkman was great and they did Doctor Fate. And I'm like there were four people. Yeah. Uh, so, I didn't yeah, <laughs> yeah there were four people and that tells you everything you need to know about those two um pierce lawson was that was fine as dr fate it was it was a, it was a good portrayal it was very safe it was it, it was what you want out of your dr fate um you know like you know well behaved i i i prefer like a fate that argues with the helmet more because you know Nabu is usually interfering that's yeah. fine it's not it's not a requirement of mine i, I just that's hear just his voice yeah that's just a usual thing with dr fate and the helmet but that's okay uh okay. Hawkman, it was it was a good interpretation of him um you know definitely the beautiful suit um i like the fact that his helmet was solid and holdable until it eventually one day just faded away and i'm like what the hell kind of a <laughs> you know that just annoyed me it was just one moment the helmet just disappears like while you're watching and i'm like but he's been holding it in his hand because he takes it off but uh that's neither here nor there um i like the suit i like the uh the way they were using it i didn't like the fact though that he just seemed like even without the the nth metal absorbing, you know, strikes and stuff, it's like you're still taking these huge blows and throws from Black Adam. I'm like, you're you're not Superman. Uh, you know. Yeah. But again, not that problem. Now let's get to the other two people that the cat mysteriously ah, forgot about. Adam Smasher <laughs> and Adam Cyclone. Smasher and Cyclone. Okay, I'm just gonna skip to Cyclone. Oh,
0: that was shit. the
1: <laughs> stupidest stupidest thing i think i have seen them try and throw up on a superhero screen like they had a whole world of jsa members Mm -hmm. to choose from and they chose someone that you couldn't try to give a damn about if they actually had a check for a million dollars with your name on it you'd be like i can't do it take the money sorry uh you know it it was just nothing there they tried to make her look cool do you understand this movie is a 125 minute movie and if you took out all of the uh, slow mo that they use on her and other characters, it's actually just a ten minute movie. Mm. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a ten minute movie. They they slow moed her power for I don't know what knowledge. It, it was just stupid. Adam Smasher was fine. I mean, he's the the clumsy new guy, and it got old for me really fast because the film was already uneven, and that just made it more uneven. <laughs> you know, you've got a movie kind of like Shazam. Where suddenly something is horribly dark, blood spewing, just massive murder, and then, oh, I'm stupid. And you're like, what's going on here? You know. Um, Someone get me a sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. I um, smack Hawkman in midair during a funny, mission,
0: though, but that was funny as hell. Um, you <laughs> <laughs> <be> like that?
1: <laughs> I was just funny because he almost hit Black Adam. He was like, hey, you gotta watch where you're going. Then backhands the Hawkman. It was just, <laughs> it was just, it was really good timing of that movie. Um, yeah. But. I I just thought that Adam Smasher was just a waste of all. So I I think they thought we're going to bring in two heroes that no one knows about. And we're going to do what Marvel does. And we're going to make you care and love them. And you did not.
2: (laughs) So that um, interaction between Adam Smasher and Hawkman where he goes, you and me later. Right. You and me. (laughs) Because they repeated that. It just made it even funnier. Mm -hmm. Second thing, would Zatanna have been a better choice seeing as how she is magical?
1: She'd be a better choice for a different movie. I mean, you kind of, you know, I mean, you know, she doesn't need her own film, but I think you just need like a little bit more to just kind of understand. The, Cause I think they we need to define like what kind of magic she does. And it doesn't take a lot. Again, she's just being another film, but I just don't think it would work worked in this particular film.
2: So okay. who instead of Cyclone would you have chosen? Just about most other people.
1: Wildcat. <laughs> you know,
0: <I> mean, Wildcat. <laughs> <laughs> Wildcat. Which is, it is Which so one? funny
1: because, because in World War Three. Uh, which is a great miniseries to read. And that just shows Black Adam at his, he goes from anti-hero to just flat out murderous villain at this point. Uh, it's because of, um, from things that happened in, uh, uh, in um, what was it, the, the uh, 52, in, in yeah. which Adriana Tomaz and, and her brother die right. uh, due to these villains. Like, da, da, da. He hunkers down in Kandak and is just like, I will literally kill anybody that enters this city without my approval, you know? Um, and then of course that's a threat to the whole world and blah, 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 blah. So heroes start showing up. And uh, remember when he rips Sabak in half? He does that to one of the heroes, the heroes in World War Three, <laughs> okay? Um, so like, he's just laying waste to the heroes. And I think it's the third, because I, I think it's actually only three uh, issues, I think. And the cover of the third one is all of these like, kind of powered, but lesser-ish heroes are there and like the only one that hasn't been beaten. Now he doesn't kill every hero that attacks him, but he takes them down. The only like JSA member of worth that's left, or at least of a good knowledge that's left is Wildcat. The original Ted Grant, no powers Wildcat. That's just a really good boxer. And he's like, he's like leaned behind like uh, the, the 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 Roman numeral three that's on the cover. And he's kind of like, oh, here we go. And I'm like, I'm not following you, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, I'm sorry if you're it. Weird, you're not even Captain America super soldier guy, <laughs> you're just a good boxer that's like 50 years old now. <laughs> you know? Well, he
2: he he knows the secret to taking a hit, you got to roll with the punches, man. Well, oh, here
0: we go. As <laughs> you know, we've it's good thing I rolled with that punch.
1: <laughs> that's my favorite <laughs> line from comic books of the 70s and 80s. It's a good thing I roll oh with that God. punch, that perfect um, but, sense, yeah. But I mean, I mean, you know, anyhow, so I. I don't know who I would put in right. I mean, right offhand. I mean, if you want to go just whacked out, just bring in the Spectre. <laughs> oh wow. You, you, you want him to be like, yeah, I'm the most powerful thing on this planet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold my cloak. <laughs> true, nah, no, definitely true. Definitely true. Um, I'll say this. Visually, it was it was stunning. Um but definitely the story had a lot of unevenness to it. You know, I mean, it was really, really dark. And all of a sudden, then they come out with with some some of the light stuff. And I think it's just DC trying to get their footing on, you know, the whole, when's the good, when, when can you say a joke? when And and, and don't get me wrong. And they are only 11 films, films in. You'd think they'd get it by now. But, you know, it takes time if it No, is. no, 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 no. Because those 11 films feel like longer. Those yeah. like, you said 11 films. I'm like, no, I... Now, those DC films sound like there were more and more bad ones, but yeah. that's another story. But going back to just um balance and, and all that stuff, Marvel's almost losing part of their 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 um their ability to do that, to be able to mix, you know, um earnest moments with levity and humor. They're losing it. So even Marvel's losing it. I mean, Black Adam definitely had moments where it definitely felt uneven. Speaking of the story and being uneven and, and not having, you know, certain elements, I guess, um, done well. How did you guys feel about how they explained what happened with how, how Black Adam became Black Adam? Because you're kind of led to believe one thing because you follow the kid with, you know, um, back in, you know, in the olden times of Kandak. And you follow this kid, and you think he's Black Adam, right? And we come to find out later on that that was his son, and that I guess the wizards, the 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 the, the, the wizards, gave him the power, not right Adam. How did you feel about that bait and switch? Did you see it coming? Um, well, it was
1: really funny because uh, it wasn't until they do the, the the backward reveal, and I'm sitting next to to Ralph in the theater, and he's like, oh when he saw, when they finally show it's, it's it's the rock as the father next to him. And I'm like, you didn't realize that was him because like I saw his profile early on and I knew the body double wasn't his, but I knew that that, that father, I mean, again I didn't know that the switcheroo not getting to that part. I felt that the right. switcheroo was completely unnecessary and served no purpose because we have no sense of what his son was like as for lack of a better word, Shazam, because we don't know what he would have called himself at that point. Um, we're just told that he was just evidently good, but we were also, and this is the problem when you have, um, I mean, it's, it's a trope and it's, and it's a style when you have a uh, a dishonest narrator, um, you right. know, that's the that's trick you. But the fact that we've had so much dishonest narration that I can't even believe you when you say your son was a good hero. I, I mean, I'm not saying he was awful, but like, and obviously he was also, could only have been a hero for a hot minute, you know, because also, because The Rock was only, right. Black Adam for a hot minute, you know, before it was taken away. So I'm like, how much good did he do for conduct S- to the point that they're, you know, that they remember, at least in story and in legend? I'm like, how much could he have done? Yeah, I'm like how much could he have really done in that time period? He 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 had to be there and be there in despair, because, because, because his boy was still a little boy, the same little boy when he turned back after he gave him the power. So I'm like, I, I'm not really getting it. And also as, as much as, again, they tried that touching, you know, he's honoring his father type thing, but I'm like, you know, he supposedly has the wisdom of, I forget who he gets the wisdom of from that one in, in the Egyptian mythology, uh, uh, the wisdom of uh, Zahet, uh, Zahuti. Um It's like, once again, it's like, you thought your father would have been a better hero than you? I mean, why? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that just, that also just, it's just, again, the story just begs more questions, like, why? It just felt like a lazy way for us to give Teph Adam the power and for there to be a surprise in the movie that wasn't necessary to me. Ralph
2: Um C <laughs> <laughs> was, was it not a multiple choice question? I'm sorry, what was the question?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Talk, I'm like, so Talking about the fact I get that the, lost of the switcheroo Mike's. of the <laughs> They all do. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Thank it's not a visual podcast. Um, <laughs> no, well, just to repeat the question, I said, Well, "How did you feel about the bait and switch between Black Adam's son actually getting the power first, and then you know them explaining that, that how Adam got the power from his son?" You know, how did you feel about that?
2: I have to agree with the great and powerful Mike. It, it served no purpose whatsoever. Honestly, like it, okay. it was pointless. There was right. there was no real true reason for them to do that other than to have a cameo for the actor that plays the rock in his young rock uh, um, TV show. Cause when they show his, uh, the son's transformed uh, state, that actor is, is is this, um, is the guy
0: who plays plays the rock in his college years. I could see what they were trying to do in the sense of, because it's it's what Mike said earlier about um, with the whole thing that, you know, they didn't, that, that they kept trying to draw, they, they didn't draw enough parallels to the young boy in the present versus his son in the past and trying to make that connection. I think the reason why they didn't, they didn't do a direct parallel or him seeing his son and then seeing this kid is because they were going to go back to this, point of the story it just didn't work
1: you know because it's
0: supposed to show well that's where his sympathy is that's why he kind of cares for this kid because it reminds him of his son but it just they they missed the mark
1: but but also too like you're supposed to also get this feeling of you know my son was a great hero and now and now i'm going to honor my son but he didn't change in any way shape or form nope so that was also pointless. It it, it it was a scene for no reason, but it was evidently a big plot point to the entire movie that had no point because it did nothing to the movie, nor the character, nor the character's motivation, you know? So, yeah. yeah. They just wanted to be different than the comics. Like, look, we changed his right. origin story. <laughs> yeah. Because also the thing is too, which I, I mean, I get it, you know, you, you gotta have your, your differences, but he also, when he said Shazam, he should have basically died immediately and turned to dust. Because yes. I mean, I was he, thinking, thinking about that. Well, I mean, yeah. because that—that's—that's that's canon. Like, yep. if he, you know, it's because I mean, he—you always keep aging as the real you, no matter how long you stay as the Shazam character. You are actually aging. You know, mm-hmm. the the Shazam character just can be younger or look young, whatever. But
0: like, no, no, <laughs> he would he would die, <laughs> right. I always think about that 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 um, DC short they did, and they did that really well with with Black Adam versus Superman, and they right. they had that where he said Shazam and he withered away into dust.
2: Yeah. I, I I also thought it was weird that when he transformed back, he no longer possessed the knowledge to speak the language that he was speaking before. So it was like, because he was speaking his original language when he transformed back.
1: Oh, um, you know, I didn't. I don't even noticed it. Maybe I probably just zoned out on that part, but I didn't even notice. I mean, I guess I didn't think about that. either. I mean, yeah. I, that's. I mean, I'll give that because that's the the wisdom. I, I can see that being the wisdom, saying that like it's it's a magical thing that allows you to speak perhaps any language, you know, and understand it. Right. You know, I, I I I that I'll let you have, you know, um, but that also means I mean, and as you saw, even in his body, that means he turned back literally into his old self. You know? Yeah. So that's an interesting you know, that's thing funny- too.
0: We've talked about all these different things and we didn't even talk about the villain. <laughs> there was a villain. How <laughs> do we feel about <laughs> Well, when the villain showed
1: up? <laughs> um I, you know, I mean, well, it was again it was one of those stupid things. Cause like, well, first of all, the, the villain's looking for this this crown of of Eternium right. and that'll, you know, the way it's positioned, it'll summon the power of Sabak, which is actually also an acronym just like Shazam is. It's supposedly the six most powerful demons in hell. Um and that's what the the name is, is composed of in this case. Uh, but the part that really got me about there being these Eternium, because these, these these crystals have immense power. These The inter-gang is making weapons, which evidently are branded, it turn, like Eternium weapons. And I'm like, so are you a villain based and you're making weaponry for yourself and you're brand naming it? Or is this brand naming available on the open market? I'm fine with that part, but what got me was, and this is well, not even cynical, it's factual to life is there is evidently a min- mineral only found in conduct. They stated that in the beginning. it's only in conduct. and the. US and Russia or where we haven't owned in quotes air quotes we haven't owned that country yet. Yeah, mm. you can it you can get the fuck out of here on that. <laughs> think, think, <laughs> think about if they found conduct if they found a huge oil I mean yeah oil deposit in conduct, where would we be in conduct. There is this amazing powerful element in contact, and everyone's leaving him alone, you know. So that was just, I thought, ridiculous. But the power of Sabak, it looks cheesy and cool simultaneously. But if you're telling me that it was a one, two, we, we took him out in like what, 10 minutes? Yeah. You know, no, less so than like, that. Not, yeah, yeah, felt yeah. like what? Yeah. Right, less than that. Um, and this was the, that was your most major villain. That's the, in fact, that's the reason. Black Adam was was created, or the Shazam was created, was to fight Sabat, which was evidently not a tough thing. So now my question is going forward, what in the world would we have as, a, as villains for Black Adam at this point? What, the inter-gang? A bunch of, again, humans with just technology? You know, like, it, it's just, it feels also like, well, you've really just spent your load because you're, you're you've shown how stupidly powerful Black Adam is against a foe that has powers of the demons of hell uh, wh- what's next it's going to just start you know saving from purse snatchers old women <laughs> you know <laughs> so, someone's going to remember
2: Chekov's gun and be like wait a sec we can hurt him let's get some attorney well
1: yeah you know that'll be something stupid like that but it also reminds me of the force field that that that, that uh dr fate uh, no no the force field that um the other guy the um Uh, that Ishmael put up uh, when he kidnapped the boy. It's in that rock face. And I'm like, so you could just smash the rock around the opening where that force field is, right? Because (laughs) it's kind of like having like a six inch thick steel door in a glass wall. It's like, yeah, I won't destroy the door, but the wall around is kind of really easy. (laughs) Mike, 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 Mike. You're applying logic to this movie? <laughs> it doesn't
0: work. It doesn't work, Mike. Yeah. Oh man. Um <laughs> wow. So I mean, we we I mean, there's probably a couple things we still have to cover, but we definitely need to cover um cuz I mean, the end once they defeated the enemy, it was kind of everything else wrapping itself up into a nice bow. You know, oh yeah, you know, now oh, by the way, um, the the throwaway villains when 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 the demon champion came up with mm-hmm. these zombies you know, oh that yeah. place was that just me so, oh so like oh, so you're this uh
2: powerful demon right and all you summon are skeletons that come up to fight like you wouldn't like summon up actual like more flesh and blood creatures that can attack if he had, and destroy if he had and actually
1: summoned if he had summoned up the backup dancers from thriller they would have put up a better fight. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know. But but also what I love is, oh, we're under the terrible film of Intergang. Ah, the people seem quite content and angry about that. You'd think that they might gather together and try and stop Intergang. No. no. But one teenage boy is like, Hey, we should stop this thing. These these zombies are Oh, we're behind you a hundred percent, little boy. And I'm like, yeah. You guys are
0: horrible. <laughs> when that yeah. happened, I was like, wow. And don't no, get me wrong, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I enjoyed the movie for the, all the explosion in the big band, even though the 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 story was very thin. But when he did that whole speech of, come on, guys, who's going to defend Kandak, if we? I'm like, oh, wow. It's like, you <laughs> haven't defended
1: Kandak yet. Any of you. <laughs> like, what have you been doing? Intergang doesn't seem like it'd be that hard
2: for them to stop. You know? And, and, and What's with this? Um, triangle that they would hold up into the sky, like that's their their call for arms.
1: Well, that's know? what the sun did back in the old days too. So yeah. I don't know what's it to just. Be. Yeah,
2: yeah wasn't there a wrestler that would do a diamond shape with his fingers? Diamond
0: Dallas Page. That's right. Yeah.
2: Every time the kid did that, I'm like, is he calling for Diamond Dallas Page? Like, what's what's going
1: on here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he he could have been used. He totally could have been used. It what have been any worse? before, because I know we're going to have to wrap this part up, I just wanted to bring up two like, things that bothered me. Um, it, it, it bothered me. I mean, you know, just, you know, look at the film as you look at a film. It, it actually bothered me a little bit because you have this country. And again, I understand that they're, they're you know, it's a poor country. Um, you know, it seems like, like like they even kept pointing out like the, you know, justice society doesn't care about them until the, this problem popped up or whatever the case may be, or the world ignores and whatever the case may be. But, I don't like the underlying implications that like a Middle Eastern country celebrates around the man that dispatches heavy handed, gory, brutal justice in quotes, air quotes, and then drives out Americans trying to stop him from murdering people indiscriminately. I'm not here to be pro-American, like you should be doing what we're doing, but we were, they were, at, fine, they were wrong in trying to take him, but like, they're just like, could you just not murder people? Mm-hmm. And people are like, get out of here, mind your own damn business. I mean, to the point that even the the Adriana, she was a non, non-violent rebel. And she went from that to, I'm okay watching you splatter people on the streets. It, you know, it just was this this whole <laughs> thing of like, everybody's just really cool with this incredibly violent guy. And he's our hero now. And I'm like, I'm not even caring that much about the country. I'm caring, like, what it's kind of saying about those type of countries, what we're saying as filmmakers and, and, and you know, audience that are watching. But then also, like, and again, I've pointed it out twice already, I don't like what that's saying about us possibly as a viewing audience. Like, you know, it's, it's you know, is it just pound the enemy until they're bloody pulps and...
0: Yay, but you're a hero now, or you know that that that's what people have been try- screaming about. The people who are pro DC have been screaming that for years. They've been talking about, well, you know, it's a dark and gritty, you know, that this is what life really is. So, you know, our heroes need to be dark and gritty the same way. So, this does not surprise me in, in any yeah. way, shape, or form in regards to this message in this film and yeah. how it connects to the rest of the DC universe,
1: right?
0: With the exception of Wonder Woman. Right. Except for except this is supposedly
1: the I won't say it's official, but it's like this is supposedly leading in the new direction of the, you know, because because uh, we you know, we now know that we have um uh uh gun. Yeah,
0: is Jamie now Good.
1: is is co-head of the future of DCEU. So I'm yeah. like, well, let's see where this is going. Yeah.
0: So, so I guess um, we have to get no, to one we'll thing probably... still. Yeah, we still have to get to the one thing before we go into anything of uh, wrapping up. How do we feel about the the post-credit or the mid-credit ending? Uh, Let's just hear the the sounds of glory and
1: reveling from Ralph the Tech. It was
2: glorious
0: (laughs) to see (laughs) our Lord
2: and Savior, Sir Henry Cavill. (laughs) I don't know if he's knighted, but he's knighted in my heart. He is not knighted. <laughs> then he should be. If he can
1: spell
0: one. it. Wow. <laughs> spell nice. I won't lie. I, t- I, was hap- I was happy to see it. I wish, like, I think I mentioned it in one of the last podcasts, if they didn't ruin it already, you know, right. already online. Like, they, they were like, yeah, so, you know, how does Henry Campbell feel about, about being in the new Blackout? I'm like, it came out yesterday. What the fuck, do you guys Should have like, seen it yesterday. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I definitely was excited to see him, even though it wasn't really much, you know, um, I don't know. Like I, I was excited to see it, but I, I just love that
1: evidently Superman's on Beck and call and you didn't send him in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That, that uh, Yet another thin plot point that makes no sense to me. Um, was I, okay, as a scene, it was fine. Uh, you know, I mean, cause you know, he needed to understand that there is something else on this planet that's possibly able to take him on possibly even able to subdue him uh you know even though we didn't see uh the outcome of that we just know that they need to talk uh and this is not humans are humans this is not a a shaming thing it's like but looking at Cabo and i'm like guys you're bringing him back he's getting older yeah and i'm like yeah, you know superman he needs to be a guy in his 30s like early 30s at this point so you got 10 years of him i'm like it's getting older, man. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. not being an ages. It's just, He's in you his know, 40s now. Yeah. It's like, you know, you get more 10 years. It's, you know, is he going to be, is he going to look Superman shape, <laughs> you know, in, in 10 more years? Uh That was my other thing. But also, you know, we all know all of, all of the MFG fans on the podcast already know what I think about Henry Cavill. I mean, it was good to see that like his one emotion was still in play. Um, You know, light it, as a feather, stiff as a board. He just had a face. Um, which is which is actually his emotion. Um, you know, everybody so was still just like, hate. they were just like, my God, the rock out acted the crap out of him <laughs> <laughs> in that one scene. Um, you know, but uh, but yeah, I mean, was it fine? It was fine. I, I didn't jump for joy. I, I You know, it didn't make me excited for what else could the DCEU do next because we've seen what they've done next 10 times and I hope they do better. I just don't have any faith. Even with Gunn partially in charge, I don't have any faith
0: right
1: okay yeah. all right you gotta listen to some george michaels then yeah
0: wow if he
1: had shown up to challenge the rock i would have been impressed
0: wow <laughs> have showed more emotion even dead um, fate, fate, fate. all right all right let's go into it renaming the film ralph do i even ask you do i go first why ask if you know the answer all right there we go okay renaming the film didn't come with anything too clever just stating the obvious i'm gonna call it the rock with the emotions of one and explosions <laughs> and zombies vin diesel's jealous Ralph, well, <laughs> because vin diesel oh since since the fat the, the the fast movies vin diesel's always like well i'm the better hero yeah, okay Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> well, um
2: i was gonna call it black adam stuck between a rock and a hawk man
1: <laughs> I like that okay, I kind like that Mike uh, With all this senseless, mindless, one-note violence That, you know, will probably get people in the seats I decided to rename it DC's Prelude to Marvel's World War Hulk
2: Wow Because <laughs> I'm
1: sure that's exactly
0: What it's going to be like, you know Alright Alright, let's do it Ratings for Black Adam Ralph I
2: give Black Adam five. Uh The Rock is acting just like Batista as Drax out of ten. Wow.
1: Okay. Batista had an edge on that one, unfortunately. I'm gonna <laughs> give it he a little did. bit more.
2: He did, but it, it was very similar. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna give it a little bit better because I think it deserves a little bit more. Um, and I'm gonna paraphrase the movie. I'm gonna give it six and a half. A bad movie is better than no movie at all out of ten. Well, that's a lie, uh, um, I the, then Mike. I, I think
2: some people would prefer not to see crap than to see crap. I know yeah. it was crap. That, that's why we have pooper scooper crap. laws,
1: <laughs> Mike. Oh, uh, hold on. I just had to open my, my hater eight. Um, <laughs> I'm giving this a four and a half mindless fun without all the fun out of ten. Wow. <laughs> Oh, my goodness.
0: I'm the highest one. That's rare.
2: Hold on. I got to do the math here. Mindless fun minus the fun equals mindless. Okay, I got it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like Tomcats. So, (laughs) how dare you, sir? (laughs) So, there you have it. Black Adam. Sounds like uh, with you two guys, they want to put the lights out on this one. But, hey, everybody, don't go anywhere. Rocket Review is next. Hi everyone, this is The Cap, here with another Rocket Review. Today, I'll be reviewing the Warner Brothers Animation and DC Entertainment production of Batman and Superman, Battle of the Super Sons. Now, this is one of those movies that, what's in the title, is basically what you're getting. So it starts off with Jonathan Kent, son of Clark Kent, being a 12-year-old boy, going through life, then finally realizing that he has these weird things happening to him and not teenage stuff like you know hair growing in places he's not supposed to have he is developing powers and is not knowing why because he doesn't know that his dad is superman once clark finds out that jonathan's having a hard time he reveals to jonathan that he is indeed superman which of course (laughs) takes jonathan for a loop um as the story moves on Jonathan gets to realize that not only is his dad a superhero, but he has superhero friends. One of those friends of Batman. He meets Batman, where he's introduced to the snarky, surly Robin, who's also Damian Wayne, Bruce Wayne's son. Um, The tandem between the the two sons, definitely night and day, but works really great for um, comedic timing and um, good dialogue. I think it was written pretty okay. It was a lot of fun um, because at some point the sons have to fight up against Starro because Starro starts taking over the world. Go figure. That's what Starro does. But the animation's really crisp and the action's a lot of fun and I enjoyed it. It definitely felt like it worked, even though the ending kind of was tied up a little bit too simply for my taste. But I think it's something to be enjoyed. I'm going to give... Battle of the Super Sons, seven and a half Damian Wayne snarky comments out of 10. So, yeah, there goes my Rocket Review. And now Geeks on the Go. Geeks on the Go. Now we're Big Johnson. Now we're Big Johnson? (laughs) That's what I thought you said. Wow. (laughs) I knew you'd go for that, but... You know, I didn't think you would end it like that, but okay. No right. hanging fruits, my friend. That's <laughs> what they said about his Big Johnson. I was about to say a little swinging fruit. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> all right, mushroom heads. All right, mushroom heads. You know what the segment is. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we make it under a minute. Uh, we, uh, we, we've we made our share. But there's, a, there's um, an interesting
2: ratio there, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: There's an interesting ratio. I'm curious to know um, how we've done within the past. I mean, we're hitting on year nine coming up now. Are we in year nine now? We're in year nine. Year 10 will be next year. Wow. July of next year.
2: Usually how it works, you know, first wow. nine, then 10.
1: New York education. What do we keep talking and just, about? And, ju- and, just, <laughs>
0: and just like that, Ralph already shows me he's going to hate on me. All right, ready, <laughs> set, go. Does a Black Adam Shazam film need to happen soon? Mike.
1: No, and there's nothing else funny to say about that.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Ralph. I mean, at this point, yeah, we, we got to see it. You
0: introduced these two characters. Might as well. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see how that works out. So, name a DC film property that would be number one on your list for production if James Gunn was your friend. Ralph. I mean, you already know the answer
2: I'm going to say.
1: Come on.
0: Classic. Classic Man. Exactly, Classic Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Mike. The Legion of Superheroes. changed my mind. Wow. Okay, that's an interesting one. Okay. Has Marvel been subpar with their movies since Endgame? Ralph. I mean, I want to say yes, but I'm looking
2: forward to the new Black Panther movie. I gotta see that one before I can actually answer this question.
1: I just saw it last week. Mike. You saw it already? Damn. Alright, um... I would say no. Uh, 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 <laughs> but the rest of on. But yeah. let Mike finish. I'd say no and Iron Man is dead and Captain America is a retired old man so get over it people. <laughs> Cuz that's mostly everyone they're lame no they're just not the people you want to see. Get over it. Move on. The movies are fine. They're they're just as fine as the other ones were. It's just that there's this glow of memory around Iron Man 2 3 Thor 2 3. <laughs> you know like I'm like i'm like there's this Wait, glow of who, memory <laughs> who enjoyed iron man 3 no that's my whole point Oh, okay that's my whole point is that they're like these people you know since endgame like revisionist yeah. yeah and i'm like yeah you're forgetting all the other movies that weren't endgame <laughs> 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 you know and winter soldier
0: true 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 what there were movies before
2: those, those movies before yeah. those
0: <laughs> what <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like, I mean, Shang-Chi was okay. A lot of the movies were just I okay. love Shang-Chi. <laughs> I <laughs> really was a had, had a great time with it. Oh,
2: I, I mean, you love Shang-Chi.
0: I Doctor Str- Strange was okay. I do um, like the Doctor Strange movie. Um, Black Widow? That was a lot of fun. I mean,
1: it's not really important to the rest of the movies, but it was a lot of fun. I, I thought it was, again, it's good to, I didn't like the villain, but Barbara. I enjoyed the
2: rest of the movie. Harbour was hilarious, okay. I loved him. Oh, he was funny. <clears throat> I
1: feel like I like the show's...
2: Harbor. Oh, that's it? There's more? No more? Hello?
0: Yeah. Oh, you okay? Well, I- I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> what, is my connection messing up again? I don't
2: know,
1: it's, there was a long pause. The, the, oh. the last we heard was, you like the
0: shows. Yeah, I was saying, I, I actually like the, the 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 line of shows after Endgame. So I mean but basically all the shows you know in 2020 was yeah was from let me see um WandaVision was 2020, right? No. Or 2021. Uh, WandaVision. No. 2020 because it was in the pandemic.
1: Pandemic yeah. went from 2020 to,
0: to twenty through twenty twenty one. Yeah, but I, but I'm saying WandaVision was twenty twenty. If only we possessed my point is, infinite My point is those th- those, slew of, those slew of Marvel um, Shows I feel like Were better than the movies from After Endgame on that's just me Wandavision you know? 2021 Oh 2021 okay alright Um. But yeah um, I mean we'll see I, I mean I, I saw Black Panther I'm very curious when you guys see it Obviously we'll be reviewing it so It's gonna be really dope Um. Shout outs. do we have any shout outs, gentlemen
2: I would like to shout out you guys for being the best brothers anybody could ever have you guys both remembered me on my special day and I I will remember you on your special day I feel so Uh, bad
1: that we were about to fire him on air (laughs) (laughs) it's okay but but we've got to be strong anyhow get out (laughs) <laughs> that's fine i'll be back next week <laughs> now definitely shout out to ralph who's a year older a year wiser and ladies a year more good
0: looking damn right <laughs> oh man yeah man bro happy birthday to you man love you man so glad you're still with us and so glad you know um our why do comedian- you sound so shocked that he's still with us what the hell? Oh, he's,
1: he's tried he could have to get on to other podcasts. Other he
0: could have gone onto another podcast easy, but he stayed with us.
1: Yeah. What podcast would have taken a tech that's not listening to what's going on? That's what I want to know. Especially <laughs> with the prices that we're paying.
2: <laughs> yes. Infinite zeros are just so hard to come by. Wow. But
1: it's infinite.
0: <laughs> and, and there's, there's a bunch more of where they came from. <laughs> Once you put a number in front of those zeros, you'll be good. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, it's just but, another
1: zero. <laughs> I can put a yeah. a decimal in front of any of those zeros if you want.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, all right. But yeah, definitely so we love you, bro. Happy, happy happy birthday, bro. Happy birthday. Woo! In regards to other shout shoutouts, you guys know who you are. I mean, especially you know, ha- haven't heard from South Carolina. Haven't heard from a couple of people in a while. Um, I, I'm, I should say, I'm sorry, Emma's from Marvel. I, I, I know one of the past podcasts that said something. She's like, you misquoted me. So, Emma's from Marvel. I'm sorry, my bad. Lady Jay, keep defending me. I appreciate that. Um, Johannes, I haven't heard your deep sultry voice in a while. What the Johannes, fuck's going on, bro? Woo!
1: Hope everything's good.
0: The man's probably busy working.
1: He's, he's like, I'm not like you schlubs. I actually actually have to do work and get paid. <laughs> so you know that'll definitely happen.
2: Oh, he's frozen again. Elsa. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're gonna have to do some editing. Don't forget.
2: Yeah, I know. I got it. Elsa. Oh, yep. he's, he's, he's frozen. frozen eh? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> he just writes, I'm frozen. I'm like, I'm frozen. We, we're aware of that. <laughs> it quit on him. Damn. All right. He's probably going to have to come back in.
1: Well, at least it waited to the very end. Yeah. Convenient. Too convenient, wouldn't you say, Ralph?
2: A little too, Ralph. Welcome back. Oh, nope. now we can hear you. Are you muted? You're muted. Now it, 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 it muted me mm. automatically.
1: Oh, now unfortunately we can hear you.
2: All right. <laughs> you were All right. So, okay. Your, your
1: so, yeah, the last we heard was thank oh. you for defending me. Yes. Oh, wait. He's frozen again. Yeah, I'm not. No, he's speaking Vulcan I'm here oh okay wow okay that seems to be much better okay so the last no. thing you said was something about like wasn't it about
2: wait one movie one movie what, are you talking about? what does that even mean oh no he sent a movie
1: What? Look look at what's showing me now. Oh, he sent. Oh, he sent us things showing what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Are are you still not really fully there?
0: I'm here now. I'm here.
1: Oh, okay. So, what was about? Was he? Wasn't he saying something like, "Thanks, Lady J, for defending me or constantly defending me"? Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That's right. right. I think that was one. It was
1: somewhere around one of the last things you were saying.
0: All right. You. I'm gonna start from the beginning. Um. Of that.
1: You
2: just start from your lady J defending you and then I'll, I'll oh, okay cool and all right let's splice it together all
0: right let me know ready
2: hold on uh three two one mark okay go mark
0: ahead. <laughs> yeah and lady jay thanks for defending me because you know um if you leave it to for marvel she'll like you know not let me live it down so thanks lady jay for looking out for me um shout out to johannes shout out i haven't heard from him in a while there's quite a number of people I haven't heard from. I mean, I've heard from them, but it's been very sporadic. We've all been kind of busy. But, you know, I mean, um, for those that, that have let me know they're still listening, I appreciate that. Shout out to Ja, my friend from the job. I appreciate you listening. I'm curious to see what you say about this one. I bet he loved Black Adam. You know, he's like twenty one, so you know those twenty one year olds are. Children.
1: Barely younger than
0: me. <laughs> wow. Yes. I can't believe we're going to end this show on a lie any other lies we want to give out before we close out why what yes. lie are you about to tell
1: I, <laughs> I
2: want to live long enough to be able to see Mike reach 29
0: that is going to be a long wait this <laughs> math is just horrible
1: On this well show. I mean you figure it took oof, it took gosh the better part is 7 years to go from 26 to 27 so this is not looking good in your favor
0: Mike's like an old black woman. He never ages. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> hey, it's, just no, way, sure. it's just the way
1: it's just the way space time bends around me. I, I can't help it. Uh, He's just as uh, sexy as
2: well.
0: <laughs> There's a joke there about bending. We're not doing. All right. So far, Mike, also known as MFG and RG Square Robsec, this is the cap saying "Keep it geeky." And I don't understand how age works. I guess I don't know.